0: Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome into another episode of the 610 Podcast. Well, I really haven't had to do one of these types of games for, you know, the Flyers this season. Um, This is one of those episodes where I probably, you know, had to do countless times for the Phillies over the summer where they would be down early, they'd come back, Bryce Harper would hit a game-tying home run for them to lose in extras, and that's exactly what happened tonight to the Philadelphia Flyers, is they fell to the Toronto Maple Leafs, 4-3 in overtime, they pick up a playoff point, the New Jersey Devils lost, but unfortunately the Fly Guys could not pull off the comeback. It was a wild hockey game, it really had you feeling you know um all the emotions were early on you saw Travis Sanheim on a on a shorty goal where he did a great job deking and and jumping over it was one, one of the most memorable goals in my opinion of the season where he jumped over uh Maple Leafs goalie uh Ilya Samsonov for the first goal of the game and he had a feeling okay, you know, things are going to really start going the Flyers' way here early on and then it just it just snowballed. I mean, you had uh some misplays by Owen Tippett towards the end of the first. Um Sean Walker had a delay game penalty where, you know, he was trying to send one up along the boards, went out of play, which is actually the goal that Sanheim scored off of. So, you felt like okay, you know, they're starting to I don't want to say come out of anything, but they're they're playing well in spite of what's happening, and we're seeing the Flyers really starting to um, show up here in Toronto. We know what kind of night it's going to be, which is good, but you had to expect that the Maple Leafs were eventually going to wait for something to happen, and I feel like Tippett turning the puck over there in the first is exactly what they needed. Then in the second he takes a stupid pass, interfer- um, pass interference. interference penalty. Uh, getting out of football mode here. Um, interference penalty. Austin Matthews, who had just knotted it up, 1-1, then gets a one-timer power play goal to make it 2-1, and then a beautiful feed. I mean, it was amazing. He kept it onside by uh, Timothy uh Lilligeren and Matthews was able to bury that one to make it 3-1, and he has a hat trick, and it's only not even been nine minutes. Like, let that sink in for a second. He got his 43rd, 44th, and 45th goal in a manner of minutes. Like, th- th- unbelievable. I mean, Austin Matthews, who is a ridiculous talented and one of the best hockey players of course um in the NHL to watch him play tonight was was really something you know just because of how many times do you get to see a player like that um you know you go up against and it's like holy you know i mean, he's unbelievable what how he skates how he moves, I mean, it, you know, you, you look at the Flyers, and you're like, well, we don't necessarily have anyone exactly like that. But nevertheless, we're not a team that um, won't go toe-to-toe with you, and that's what we did. You know, if you were watching the game, you heard early on um, as Al Morgani in the Intermission Live said that the Flyers, you know, it seemed like they were kind of pushing the Maple Leafs around. They were playing physical. He said it didn't seem like that was something that Toronto was interested in doing. Well, then in the second, I think the Flyers really just started making their own mistakes and the Maple Leafs capitalized off them in a in a in a jiffy and things really started to head south. Um in a hurry, and unfortunately for the Flyers, you know you're down three to one. You got to work your way through this, and then the third they did. Garnet Hathaway came through with the with the goal, and then with and a minute later, Travis connecting on a power play gets you back tied up, and it's a brand new brand new hockey game. And unfortunately, the Flyers couldn't control the puck. They were t- I mean they seemed gassed. In overtime, I don't know why John Tortorello threw out the same line that had ended regulation and threw them back out there, and they were switching, and that's what led to that overtime goal. I thought that you know loss really, as much as it was on the players in that second period, I also have to you know wonder why the coaching staff decided to make a line change right there, especially with those guys being more tired and especially with the maple leaves gearing up on the attack and you could just tell they were just they were just ready to go right down the ice and 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 put the game away unfortunately the flyers like i said drop one tonight but they pick up a playoff point the devils lost the penguins won um but you're now evened up with the hurricanes uh, Rangers won as well, so it's not like you know you were catching any ground on them. But you know you're able to um, you're able to pick up, like I said, a playoff point, and you move forward, hoping that tonight doesn't have any type of uh, effect on the team moving forward, which I don't think it will. Um, And hopefully we get to see the Flyers really come out and, uh, and, you know, get it going in their upcoming game, even though the win streak is lost. You know, we're still on a five-game point streak, as we'll take on the New Jersey Devils in the stadium series at MetLife Stadium, which should be fun. What is also fun, I guess, is Sean Couturier today was named the captain. Named the captain, and it feels like it's been a long time coming as he's taken that role. And you know, I mean, you can feel it from the first couple games in the season. He was being on the ice. His presence made such a difference in... Just the way that the young guys were playing, it just seemed like everyone was more calm. So with that move being made to where he's captain, now Travis Konechny is the alternate captain, which is an excellent move as well because TK is someone you definitely want to have um, as you know a leader on this team. And going back on Couturier, he is now the 20th captain and franchise history, which is a really, really tremendous honor um, as, you know, that's kind of been, not kind of, it has been a position that the Flyers have not had uh, held since Claude Giroux when he was traded March 19th. 2022, the Flyers have typically changed that position with the passing of the C. I mean, you know, you look through the history pretty much when one captain has left, they announce the next one, and this is really the longest, I believe it's gone, where there's been a period between that being announced as Claude Giroux held that down for nine years Um, not saying Sean Couturier will hold it down for nine years but I'm just saying that it's something that is an honor that he has you know as he joins Bobby Clark on that list Eric Lindros um, Peter Forsberg, Mike Richards, more recent guys, Chris Pronger, and of course Claude Giroux. Um, definitely something to be excited about for you know um, the future as they continue through this process of evaluating talent and and starting to get that winning mindset back. Into Flyers hockey, we'll see with the trade deadline looming, what will be coming up in the near future. But that's way ahead of ourselves. Upcoming, we got the stadium series against the New Jersey Devils, an opportunity. Now the Devils, it's in North Jersey, probably going to be mainly a uh, a crowd full of red and black, and if you know them from Twitter. A lot of uh, Frank the Tank Flemings out in the crowd. I'm sure he'll be there. Um, And most likely, that for the Devils, from what I think is going to be their make-or-break game, are they really going to make a push? I think if they don't do it then, it's going to be very tough for them to recover because I just think emotionally... Um yeah, that will be just I I don't want to say they never could, but it would be tough um for them to recover from that from that spot. So, moving forward, as I mentioned, the Flyers you got to, you know, you got to think that they just need to push through with you know, playing a full 60 minutes of hockey and not these laps in concentrations like we've seen in their losses and today it happened again, you know, taking stupid penalties, things along those lines, not finishing on the power play, not burying goals when they're right in front of you. And once they do that, you know, on a consistent basis, um, that's when we'll really get to see this team really start to kick it in. And um, whether that's now or in the future, because like, you know, we know they're still in a rebuilding phase, even though they are where they are. They are still in that mindset that we're still evaluating the future. So till next time, which will be Saturday, recapping the stadium series. Um, Hope everyone has a good weekend. And as always, I'll talk to you next time.